folks, welcome back to another episode of Mayhem in the Mid-South. It's going to be episode 13, Atlanta Child Murders, part 4. Also, folks, I wanted to mention I had failed to do so in the previous episodes, but I'm doing this series on the Atlanta Child Murders at the request of one of our subscribers by Capricorn. So I am so sorry I did not mention you earlier. I hope you'll forgive me. I thought we would review what we have so far before we go on with the victims. We've got nine victims that we know of. This list started in July of 79 and runs up to June of 1980. Now, as we've already seen, the, these murders are, were in all likelihood not uh, committed by the same person. We know that Two of them for sure, the two little girls, we know they have no association with Wayne Williams. Now the other seven were attributed to Wayne Williams. All those cases were closed with his conviction. And only two I would even have a inkling of doubt about would be the first one which was Smith and then the fourth one which was Bell now I have nothing to pin that opinion on Smith was the first one and he was shot which is doesn't match the MO but the explanation that's given by authorities makes sense it was this what they think would have been his first time, so he probably wasn't very good at it. And Smith might have been big enough that Williams had to resort to gunplay. But as we see with anything else, you get better at something the more you do it. Now, Bale, the little boy, the The only thing that sticks out to me is that this description of the blue car and three male blacks in it, which is not going to be the only time a witness saw a blue car in association with some of the victims. We've seen it in, I think, at least two of the cases here. And we're going to see in some of the other cases. Now, I don't know if that's witnesses actually did see a blue car or if news reports were including a blue car description so everybody was seeing blue cars in their sleep. June 23rd, 1980. Aaron Weish was 10 years old. Now, we've got two different locations as to where he was last seen at. 
One of them is he was at Tanner's Corner Grocery, which is in the 800 block of McDonough Boulevard. Now, a witness over there swears that Aaron got into a car with two male blacks. It was a blue and white Chevy. Now, she claims, this witness, that she actually spoke to Aaron, and Aaron didn't seem distressed or anything by it. She described the male black that was walking with Aaron as six foot 180 pounds. About 30 years old, mustache and a goatee. Now, I think that's too tall to have been Wayne Williams. And she claims there was a second male black in the vehicle. Now, police... Said around 6 p.m., Aaron had been at the, was last seen at the Moreland Avenue Shopping Center, which is up the road there just a little bit north and, and east of the Tanner Corner Grocery. June 24th, 1980, the next day, they find Aaron's body and it's underneath the bridge that it's an overpass for the train tracks there. Constitution and Moreland is that cross street right there where the where the bridge goes over, or you could call it a trestle. Now they did an autopsy and they ruled the cause of death as positional asphyxiation as a result of a broken neck that he suffered falling off the, the bridge or the trestle. Now Obviously, if you're to believe the witness's story about the strange men and the blue car, then of course you would take the next step and say, well, he didn't fall off the bridge. He was thrown off the bridge, which I guess could be possible. But obviously that story... I don't know when that witness popped up. Witnesses have a tendency sometimes just to pop up at odd times. Especially if they can get a camera in front of them. But the police didn't buy that story. And his case is officially an accidental death. July the 6th, 1980. Anthony Carter was nine years old. And he was last seen at 979 Cunningham Place. He was playing 
hide-and-go-seek with his cousin. Now, his body was found on July the 7th, the next day. Now, it was found over some warehouses. 657 Well Street Southwest. Now, as you can see, the location where the body's found and location where he was last seen is not too far away. Now, he died of multiple stab wounds. Now, his case was closed when Wayne Williams was convicted. So Anthony was considered a victim of Wayne Williams. Folks, I don't know if I've ever explained this or if you're aware of it, but when I'm telling you they're closing some of these cases because Wayne Williams was convicted. Now, he wasn't convicted of, of murdering most of these children. I think Wayne Williams is only convicted of two murders, and I think that was the last two, which were adults, maybe three cases. But anyways... What you do is when you have a serial murderer or let's say I used to deal with serial robbers where they robbed all the time they had a certain M.O. So you may not charge them out on all the crimes they committed and they may not go to court on all of them but when they get convicted you can close all the other cases that match that M.O. Now, it's more complicated than just their M.O., but you get a conviction. You can take these other cases and say, look, we've got enough here to show that he did these killings, too, so we can close them, just like I did with robbery cases. you got this much information, M.O. matches, then you can close those cases and you close them as solved because you did solve it with the arrest and conviction of the suspect. It's July 30th, 1980. Earl Terrell's 11 years old. Now he was last seen over on Lakewood Avenue near the South Bend Park. Now, there's one story says he was up there swimming and he got kicked out of the pool by the lifeguard for some infraction. But you had witnesses come out later and said they saw him at a house looking for a friend. Another witness said they saw him buying a freeze pop at a grocery store one block from his home. And another story said they saw him at the corner near Jonesboro crying. Now, his body was not found until January the 9th, 1981 probably going to come as no shock to you that it was found in the wooded area there at, on that north northeast side of Red Wine and Desert, that intersection. 
where we've had two other bodies found so far. So that's a total of three bodies in this same patch of woods. They did not have a cause of death, obviously due to the condition of the, the body, which was skeletal remains. He was considered a victim of Wayne Williams, and his case was closed with Williams's conviction. Clifford Jones is 13 years old. Now, he's visiting relatives. He's from the great state of Ohio, so he's just down there for a little bit. Now, he was last seen about 12.40 in the evening at St. James Avenue and Lookout Avenue, just down from, from where he was staying with relatives. Now, some of the source material mentions that Clifford and his cousin were out looking for cans to sell, and then he disappeared. Now, he was found the next day beside a trash dumpster in the rear of the Hollywood Plaza shopping center at 833 Hollywood Road. Northwest. Now that's just down the road from where he went missing and where he was staying with relatives. Now he died of ligature strangulation. Now I looked at some of the pictures that were on the source material of what I'm assuming is meant to be his body and uh, no doubt it's ligature strangulation. Pictures are pretty, as you might guess, to see a dead child, they're pretty sad to look at. He's not listed as a Wayne Williams victim. Now, supposedly, according to some of the source material, there was a manager at the laundromat there at Hollywood Plaza. Supposedly he was responsible for it. So the story goes. Supposedly there were witnesses that saw him kill the little boy. There seems to be a lot of witnesses to these crimes. But anyway, that's what the witnesses are saying. There's all kinds of stories on this one. Now, no one was ever charged with this case. So I don't know how this case has been listed. I'm assuming it's listed as unsolved. Unsolved. 